Yeah, we're live. Shelly, not. How are we live when you gonna go eat a chicken? Do people know the vibes? You This is not the ratchet part of the podcast yet. You gotta wait till I get ratchet. Have you seen yourself? I'm not ratchet yet. Anyways, you weren't hater blockers inside. Anyways, since we're live, clearly we're live. in the bedroom. Welcome to another episode of CEO Uncut. I am your host, Sarah Obama, aka CEO Obama, Uncreal Faskim Deuce. It's Jay, uh, Hilltop Jay, aka I Eat Hot Wings Jay. I just got back from Daytona. Um, so, yeah, shout out to Bethune Grill. And uh, we live in, we live in life right now. It's beautiful. All right. So, we have a returning guest. Um, I haven't had Bethune Grill in years. Huh? Yeah, I know you're jealous. It's cool, though. And our prices just went up. Go ahead, introduce yourself. And she's on mute. We can't. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Can I unmute her? Can I unmute her? Can I unmute her? No. No, I can't. I can't hey, unmute her. I'm joking. Anyway, Shirley's here. So that means we're expensive again. So shout out to us. Wow. Well, until she gets in there, go ahead and introduce yourself, returning guest. That's you. Um, what's up, y'all? This is just Reggie. That's that's me. Can you hear me? Yes. The prince of pissing people off. The king of Spotify. <laughs> um, no, I don't wait, think wait, I'm. Wait. I don't the think I'm that. I don't think I'm that bad. He's better than Charlemagne. Yeah, that's that's not me. That's and, and I don't. I don't sniff I don't sniff feet. Since wow, see and, there he goes. There he goes. Where'd that come from? He's, look at, he's look at your boy. Your boy's in rare form. Yeah, you you never seen a. You never seen those interviews where he'll interview like yes, Jennifer Lopez when she gets up. Is it okay if he sniffs her seat? Really horny shit. You're breaking up. Really. What was that the idea though? The thing. Oh, my bad. Hold on. Is this any better? Yeah. Yeah. But okay. so he was sniffing seats. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah. Um he uh <laughs> That's crazy. And uh, she got up to walk away. He was like, hey, is it okay if I sniff your sniff your seat when you walk away? Well, he asked permission. Yeah, that's, that's know, a 2020, horny that's all uh, Yeah, permission. That's a horny man. Um, <laughs> but you're also the king of Spotify since Joe Button left. So I want to acknowledge you for that. Shout out to... Uh, <laughs> shout out to... Uh, Shout out your stuff, man. You I, don't, I don't have a deal. Uh, I'm, I don't. I don't have a deal, and I am definitely available on everything else as well. Don't <laughs> don't do me like that, <laughs> and especially the way that Spotify house is burning down. Don't leave me in there. Yeah, yeah, but y'all can still listen to us on Spotify until it burns down. <laughs> the queen is here. Shirley, I'm back. Hey. I have a horrible signal though, but hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl Shirley Door. Oh, but the but the audio is perfect. Okay. Crystal. Okay. Crystal. Okay. All right. Happy birthday, everybody. Look, the guys back together. 
Maggie. Hey, what's up? How you doing, Cheryl? Mula, mula. I can't complain. How are you? Uh, trying to see how the season ends up. Mm. Ooh. Yikes. Yeah. Me too. Well, let's start off. I wanted to talk about if y'all seen this video of KJ Brooks. She was a, I guess, one of the attendees of a, was it Kentucky? Kentucky PD department board meeting? Yeah. It was Kentucky? Yep. So, uh, oh, Kansas, 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 my fault. It's Kansas. 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 Okay, I know it started with a K because she went in on the ass. Have y'all seen this video? I got it. it. I I got it. We ready? Play it. I'm going to run the video. Stop oh, using okay. black children as photo okay. opportunities because they're cute now, but in 10 years, they're black male suspect. Eating cookies and drinking milk with children does not absolve you of your complicity in their oppression and denigration. Fair warning, um, I'm not nice and I don't seek to be respectable. I'm not asking y'all for anything because y'all can't and won't be both my savior and my oppressor. Um, I don't want reform. I want to turn this building into luxury, low-cost housing. These will make some really nice apartments to me. Firstly, stop using black children as photo opportunities because they're cute now, but in 10 years, they're black male suspect in red shirts and khaki shorts. Eating cookies and drinking milk with children does not absolve you of your complicity in their oppression and denigration, Rick Smith. Because Kansas City will spend more on police than education and then try to encourage children to feast with their oppressors. Y'all are really weird. It's asinine to be called radical or homegrown terrorists for not wanting government employees to kill citizens in any instance. So I'm not here begging anything of soulless white folks and self-preserving black folks. You get one life and you all in this room have chosen profits over people and that's pathetic. So I'm gonna spend the next two minutes reading y'all for a filth, something I'm sure nobody has ever done. you're racist and subject others to violence.
That was great. Yeah. That was great. Read them. Y'all are really weird. Y'all age like trash when you're racist. (laughs) All valid points. I mean, you can't argue against that. That is shit. She read them like filth. Yo, she was not fucking playing with them. And that was I'm not nice. Yeah. Yeah. She yo. It didn't, I'm not I here to be respectful. I don't know. Oh. Did she try to begin it? What she said? She called that nigga. She said, "Oh, uh, the nigga in the vomit colored sweat." The vomit. She read. She read off every person's uh, article, including attire, personalities. Like, girl, you were just going in. I'm, that's what I'm talking about, Queen. Queen. As you can imagine, um, they didn't like that shit. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's what we need to do. I'd agree. You need and to the perfect person to do it. Using um, that vernacular, sis used educated words to read them like filth. That's what you gotta do. You don't need to go, you don't need to be cussing. You need to use their own words against them. Sis was like, I'm gonna come in here educated as hell. And read you guys. I think sophisticated. Jay and Shirley are definitely the people because I'm gonna start cursing in it. But y'all two could definitely use the big words and stuff. Definitely, Jay. Jay but, is eloquently disrespectful. Fast. Eloquently disrespectful. <laughs> I'm, I'm proud of it. But Reggie, Reggie's renowned for using big words, though. So I, I wanna. I know he's thinking hard over there. I wanna see what he thinks. What are your thoughts, Mister Jay? Oh no, that that was on point. I I had nothing, bro. That was hilarious. I loved every minute of it. Um, <laughs> I think there's a new, there's like a new aged way of politician that's coming about. Like people like her, people like AOC, people like like there's a new age, a new generation of politician that's coming through. And weirdly enough, I'm gonna give the weird, I'm gonna give the weirdest person credit for them being more palatable and that would be trump as terrible as trump is because of because of how bad trump is when it comes to you know the the concept of the the astute politician that shit is gone like the the fact that you need to be educated you need to sound a certain way you need to look a certain way you need to be able to like carry yourself in a certain way that shit died the only people that haven't caught on to that is the democratic party but for the most part, the rest <laughs> of politics, it's kind of like, imagine if if the political landscape was the office space. Imagine if your new boss was like a piece of shit slob, right? And so everybody else at work sees him coming to work like wilding. And they're like, well, clearly I'm gonna come out and wild too. And now everybody's a little bit more free to do what they want to do because but the, but the, but the, we're at least not that, as bad as him. But that that's not really true because... Um, I feel like they're still holding everybody else to that because you know the the Democratic Party is like is like niggas is they're very like uh, hypocritical because like yeah Trump can say all this bullshit and it's a joke but Kamala said yeah she she listens to Tupac and she she smoked weed one time long time ago she's a fucking pothead that listens to rap. Um, it depends because with the general public, it goes over easier. Because I like to remind people that when Obama wore a tan suit, that shit was news. That type of shit is no longer news anymore. Like I'm saying, like for the general public, just the people watching at home, it doesn't seem as harsh anymore because you already dealt with Trump. 
And that's that's of why course, she started just out. Just to be conservatives did. that feel a way about it, but it's just not the same. Because mm. Oheads told us for a long time, you have to be respectful, you know, for black girls. You know, you can't be too loud. You can't be too vulgar. You can't speak your mind if it offends people. For black men, you can't get too emotional or too passionate or else you're going to scare the white folks. That's all out the window now because Trump is scaring everybody. And um, yeah, I'm not I'm not going I'm not going to code switch if your president is as ghetto as, as anything. So I kind of see yeah. what you're we're kind of seeing it everywhere. I know y'all saw the Palm Beach uh, when they were ar- when they were arguing over um, uh, not the stimulus, but for funds uh, with Palm Beach trying to keep everybody from being able to do like evictions and things nature, keeping everybody in housing. Do you guys remember that video uh-huh. that went viral of the lady who just like was going off? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I could have grabbed it. This is becoming what more and more common. Guy? So they were trying to stop. It was some sort of Palm, Palm Beach City Council meeting from yes, being able to evict the... things like that because of uh she just got tired of the bullshit. Yeah, she did. It sounds familiar. That's that's where yeah. we at with it. everyone's tired of everyone else's bullshit, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, and it's necessary. It's necessary. And so I'm very excited because obviously they didn't like that shit. And um even it's only been a couple of weeks since she went to that meeting. And of course, Kansas City police has been harassing her and shit. And Trump's little minions been out here harassing yeah, her. Yeah, I saw that. So I didn't I see would, the original video, but I saw videos of like uh cop cars passing by her house and like little just weird ass shit of like she was getting food or somewhere at some sort of shopping plaza, and you just see cop cars like circling around the restaurant she was eating at. Yeah, like just weirdo shit. They were trying to tell her it was coincidence. Yeah, like, some dirty shit. Just doing yeah. some, basically what's proving everything she was talking about. So shout out to her again. And uh, I want to say shout out to the um to the not fucking around coalition. I think it's what they go by. They're the ones that were marching through the streets with the uh, oh. with the assault weapon. Mm. They, they, they is that what you sent me? Yeah, that's what I was excited about. Because really, that's really how we got a lot. Wait, what is it? The Not Fucking Around Coalition, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Shout out Grandmaster Jerry. We need a chapter in Florida. We need, if we weren't so scary. Hey, I'm with it. I'm I mean, with it. We let Zimmerman get away, but if we can get some like hardcore, like, like, yeah, we get some folks together to do some shit. That's what we need. We need black women to speak their truth, and then we need black men with guns to like stand behind her and be like, yo, you mad, but you're not, you're not coming over here to do shit. Right. Speaking of guns, uh, I haven't checked the the election, but today is election day. <laughs> who, who, what do you got? What? First of all, who y'all think is gonna win, and then what you gonna think gonna happen after this election? I'm not trying to get into that anxiety. My stocks plummeted. I, we're not. We, there's a lot of fear going on right now. We don't even like. I'm gonna I'm just sit this day out and I'm gonna wait until like November 5th to 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 take all the information in. Y'all hear me out. I think if Biden wins, it's gonna be a civil war. The KKK is gonna go in the streets and be upset. They're gonna say it's it's rigged and all this other stuff. Trump's gonna try to not leave the, the fucking seat and all that stuff. It's going to be a fucking civil war because we tired of the bullshit and the KKK is going to be all down the street. 
If Trump wins, martial law. So either way, that's either a good. Way, I ain't gonna lie, that's a good spoiler. That's a good spoiler. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Way, I feel like the whole thing is gonna is gonna like. like There's I a show. Everybody got their hurricane supplies because I ain't going outside. You that's ruined the show. The that's the show. Yeah, I'm just. That's the show. I'm just trying to stay alive for season two. Personally, there is. I, I didn't get a we script, just, so I felt like. I think we were just watching a video where there's a group of men who actually like who are preparing themselves to be the militia for when we have a civil war. Like, there's it's actually happening today in 2020. There's the they <laughs> I felt like there was already. They're called the Boogaloo. The Boogaloos, something Boogaloos. I felt like there was already going to be a civil war and COVID kind of paused it for a second. I feel like there was, like, we were on the brink of civil war, like, like January, February. And then COVID kind of happened and they said, you know, everybody got to stay inside, curfew, this, that, and the other, and all that stuff. So it kind of paused for a little bit. But the police don't want to calm the fuck down, right? If they would have calmed the fuck down, we could have like calmed down a little bit, but they continue to kill people during a pandemic. And so like now it made it like bigger. So we're gonna have the civil war eventually. Hey, no, there, are, there are people who are literally preparing for this thing, no lie. I know there's gonna be a, you know, be a civil war. You know what I thought about um when all of this was happening while everybody was on lockdown, I thought about Every homeboy I know who's ever cheated on a girl, right? Think of like, like when when you when you get away with it and she takes you back, that first like one month, maybe two, hell, it could be even half a year. You're on your best behavior. It's like at that point, because you know that the microscope is on you. That's as good of behavior as you expect of anyone. If you know she's looking at you and you still can't be faithful, there's no hope. The fact that they were still killing people is fucking nuts. Like that, like that's the crazy thing. You know everyone's looking, cameras are on, everyone's protesting. You're like, we are not murderers. We don't kill people. Bam. We don't even do shit like that. <laughs> But but niggas is dumb. Why we keep comparing 2020 to niggas? <laughs> but no 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 no. When he said that, when 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 Reggie started talking about that, I immediately thought Christian Thompson because he cheated in literally less than like um like less than a couple a couple months. He was already cheating again. Them Canadians, man, it's crazy. Speaking of Canadians, <laughs> let me stop. We're not going to talk about Tory Lanez on this podcast. Who? <laughs> oh, Jesus Yeah, don't do, that. don't do that. Was there anything new? Because I, I, I'm I, done listening to Tory. I seen, I saw him like, did somebody said that he had, he brought back quarantine radio or some shit like that. He brought back quarantine back radio. He, he was, was in a club at ATL turning up like he wasn't just in a court case. Quarantine radio can't come back. 
He tried, but I think he had like seven thousand like people in there. Nobody of note, like he nobody had yeah, nobody would have verified Trey wants to be. He had two hundred thousand. He had two hundred thousand. But the thing is, a lot of celebrities were in there on burner accounts. The only person who was dumb enough to sign on on their real account was Drake. But Drake got caught. The moment Drake <laughs> popped up, people were commenting. They were like, "Hey, is that Drake?" <laughs> and then you see him immediately sign out. And then like it was funny because niggas was like, "Ah, right, he forgot to get on his burner." So the thing that made quarantine radio work was that it was just a vibe, like. Everyone was in there vibing. We was chilling. Everyone was in the house. So it was like, oh, who am I going to find in the comments today? Ain't nobody trying to get caught in Tory Lane's comments no more. Like, that's a dope. Here's the thing. Let's be honest. It's, it's because of... Wait, 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 wait. Pause. Drake, what the... Drake, y'all gonna make me... Y'all gonna make me have some cancel Drake? Nah. Drake should mix Cancel Drake for what? Drake's just not like that. He's mixy. You ain't never tapped... Wait, wait, wait. So oh, you never tapped on uh, somebody's Instagram live at the top of your screen? You never tapped on somebody Instagram live at the top of your screen and then look in. I do like, all the time. Right yeah, yeah, but there's usually only one or two people in there. Ain't nobody gonna catch me. I'm you're not. There's two hundred thousand motherfuckers. There's two hundred thousand motherfuckers tagging Drake. Yeah, I'm, I'm not Drake. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, That's I think honestly, is. no one cares. No one wants to admit that they don't care because it sounds bad. No one cares anymore. The story is we stupid. Care? This shit took too long. There are people dying. Do we really give a shit? Like, there, yeah, we do. There are people that's dying that's... from injustice, guys. You like, know what? Why do we but, keep bringing the story back? Speaking of bringing the story back, I still need to know what happened to Terrence J. In the McLaren. Let me cut your mic real quick. Let me cut your mic. Let me cut your oh, mic real quick. No, I got the story actually. <laughs> yes, Jules. Yes, Jules was in the car. That's nasty. Somebody, um, I, I tagged you. Wait, you didn't even see that? Because I tagged you on the shade room comments. I tagged you, um, because I asked a question and it went viral. It was like four thousand likes on it, and then somebody actually answered. They were like, "Yeah, it was yes, Jules," and a whole bunch of people were talking about it in the comments. That makes sense. When was that? It was like months ago. Yes, Jules. That's disgusting. That's nasty. What's since you got he's, all the he's Eskimo brothers with LeBron now. So Wait, since, it since is what you it is. Got all the, Definitely. All the what happened to the to the billion dollars of coke that was on Chase Banks uh yacht? I'm gonna go yeah. comment on Shea Room and I'll let you know what they tell me. That that we'll never know. Yo, you know I, you know and you know what that just I've just been on this Mandela effect shit. <laughs> for a minute, and I feel like these are some two of the men that years from sex. now. Two years from now, they're gonna tell us that never happened. <laughs> Yo, the Mandela effect shit. I was, I went through a fucking wormhole looking at that shit. That shit is crazy. I think I found the answer. Apparently, yeah, on a, the Joe Budden it may, podcast, it makes you feel crazy. Episode two hundred and twenty-nine. They spilled the tea about what happened in to Terrence J in the McLaren. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, they they asked about it, but nobody nobody said it was yes, Jules. I didn't I didn't hear it was yes, Jules. Yeah, it, I'm looking at it right now. He said it. It's yes, he said it was yes, Jules. It wasn't Jasmine Thunders. No, it wasn't his girlfriend. His girlfriend was Jasmine. Yeah, it, it yeah, said I don't it think, wasn't. I don't think they had the answer. I don't think they, they had the answer. I would have heard it. No, I would have I would have heard it because I listened to the Joe Budden podcast religiously. I didn't hear yes, Jules. I've heard them bring it up though. I've heard them bring it up like mm -hmm. twice. 
Mm-hmm. And I bring it up every oh. episode. The second Yes Jules gets involved, it's too nasty for me. I have to see myself out. That's above my pay grade. But um, back to this Megan Tory thing, I think people still care. It's just if new information would actually come out, then people would care. But if y'all just keep coming out, not even you, but people on like the peripherals are saying like, oh, the truth's going to come out soon. Like, but didn't they already have the court date and stuff? Isn't he sentenced? No. Nah. The court date was October 13th. I, for some reason, I felt like he was on bail and he was supposed to go back or something. I don't know. I don't be paying attention. I'm like, I'm done with Tory Lanez, period. I'm not really listening to that anymore. Yeah, but everybody isn't like Ciroc. So for the people that are still kind of wishy-washy, they're just waiting for more information to come out. Mm-hmm. They're never gonna find out. We're gonna find out uh, what happened to the to the billion dollars on the Chase on Chase Bank's boat. Reggie, on wake Chase up Bank on the on the on the plug boat. Yeah, was it cocaine? It was cocaine. It right? was cocaine. It was, it was one point something million dollars worth of cocaine. Wow! Shout out to white folks, man. And it disappears. And it, it disappears on. Big news, Chase Charter carries one point blah, blah, blah amount of cocaine. Nobody says anything after that. Gone. I need to know. But right. um, I did want to, before we start um, with the rest of the topics, I did want to say rest in peace to Evelyn Sincere. Um, let me read the little article that I had. So a 22-year-old high school senior was found dead at a garbage dump site in Haiti on Sunday morning, three days after being kidnapped. The kidnappers had asked for $100,000 ransom to release Evelyn. Her older sister was able to raise $15,000, but the bandits rejected the lower amount. Sincere had been beaten, and by the looks of her body, it appears that she was sexually assaulted when she was found. So in Haiti, basically a high school senior um, was kidnapped and held for ransom. And apparently there's other people who are also kidnapped. I guess there was like nine people. Mm-hmm. There's like seven people who've been kidnapped in the past three weeks. Um, and it's like a really devastating situation because you know, we don't have the money to be to be doing that. Like, you know, they're struggling for money and then they're kidnapping people for money, and we also don't have the money, you know what I mean? Right. Um, I feel I, I've never really I've never been to Haiti and um things like this is what deter people from taking me because I don't I don't want to go by myself mm-hmm. and things like this deter people from taking me because of this yeah these kind of things see I'm, this is a touchy subject because um for a lot of reasons uh one of the main reasons of course is just how grim and how dark it is but the the big thing between a lot of people who are of Haitian descent is that concept of um whether you go back to Haiti or not, how frequently you, you go back to Haiti or not, uh, the reasons that we travel versus not traveling or being comfortable going to other countries versus going to Haiti. And it's a lot of conversations that I've seen um, actually right around the time of her death, like right before it. And then of course her, her death occurred. And then now it's kind of like enveloping that, that conversation. A lot of people who are, um, a lot of people who are, in your position who haven't traveled to Haiti recently, or at least haven't traveled as adults, 
they feel fear. A lot of them feel like, well, you know, my family, my own family might tell me, you know, hey, you don't want to, you don't want to make that trip. Mm-hmm. Or your own family will tell you, hey, you know, this and this is going on, you know, um, don't come here. Or if you do come, go to the touristy areas or certain things of that nature, they'll try to like dissuade you. But I think there's a lot of conversation that needs to be had and there's a lot of um, action that needs to be taken because shit like this can't keep happening. And for us to, instead of trying to come up with ways for us to either A, protect ourselves or B, you know, shift whatever it is that's going, that's causing this, we just kind of attack each other. Um, I think something that we were talking about like two weeks ago with a group of um, Haiti-based media people, something that they brought up in the chat, at least one person, and I don't know if she's watching, but Dom, Dominique was like, she doesn't want, she's a part of like the tourism aspect of Haiti. And that's kind of like one of the biggest sector in Haiti. That's what generates some kind of income for the country. Um, and with the recent kidnappings, it's we, people in America have been receiving misinformation about what the kidnappings are, why the kidnappings are happening. Nonetheless, it's still horrid and it scares people from wanting to go to the country. Um, I personally heard of someone whose father got kidnapped at the airport. So I can see how we're like, no, we're not gonna go into the country. This is scary. And to like Darlene's point, like it happens as well in the US, but there's a difference. The US at least has a human rights standard in place for things like this. In Haiti, it's once you're lost, you're lost. Justice usually isn't served. You usually can't find the person. And the only way that you do find a person is by chance if somebody in the family is Muna, and then of course, you know, they do the whole, you know, killing of the person in front of people kind of thing. I'll say this too. Um, it's not just Haiti and you shouldn't be afraid to go back to Haiti just for this. Um, again, it's a terrible story, but like, when, when I went to Jamaica for the first time, it was kind of hilarious how like you step off the boat because we, we went on a cruise. So you step off the boat. They take you to this little tour cut here. They take you to this little section here. They take you up the road, spin around a couple times, maybe go eat something and you come back. You don't even go off the trail because they can't, you know, they can't guarantee, you know, someone isn't going to see you as a tourist and then prey upon you. So I think Haiti just gets a, a, a raw deal because these other places are able to kind of control the narrative a little bit better. Contain it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a That's little true. bit more contained. Like it's, and, well, I, and it breaks my heart because my dad is like one of those Haitians. That's like, yo, I came here 20 some years ago and I'm, I have no reason to go back. Like not, not for enrichment, not just for the culture. Like he's not trying to go back. And it's sad. I want to go. And even when I say, you know, let's go to the Camion because like that became like the new little hotspot thing and stuff. But they're like, the carry-on is like 30 minutes to an hour away from the airport. What if something happens along the way? Apparently, they're, you know, they're stopping people on the road and they're stealing their cars and all types of stuff on the way to the airport. Okay, listen, I've been to Haiti and I understand the fear, right? I will never downplay that these things may happen but i don't want people to think that they should allow 
something that happens to seven people that hasn't happened to over 500 tourists that's been in the country so far, right? So the fear is just that maybe one day that person will be me. Take for me example, I went to Haiti by myself with a friend. Went to Haiti, stayed with his family, stayed in stayed in his uh, family's home. We Airbnb'd in Haiti, got a hotel. I took the public transportation, took a six hour drive in a public transportation to another part of the city, came back, and I'm still here alive and safe to say that I was able to experience Haiti for eight days, right? So that's where it's like, if you can take your chance to go into somebody else's country, if you can take a chance to walk in America at night, and I know there's like a there's a big fear surrounding that, but if you can do that here, you have to muscle up the strength to try to do that there because the odds of what well, what we're like a level two, we're level two. Haiti just became a level four, but six months ago Haiti was a level two threat. So that's kind of like one of the things where it's like, you just have to choose your battles of how you're seeing a country and how you're moving in the country. And that's there's also There's also a, a, a difference though, between general fear of like the country itself and, and, and uh, the people of the country versus trending fear. Because trending mm-hmm. fear is different. Like take this from somebody who grew up in Brooklyn, um, being around areas where my dad used to work street fairs and I used to meet a lot of people who were like, you know, street fair vendor kids and things of that nature, hanging out with those kids, there was a whole different side of New York that I didn't really know about that I experienced. Like these are kids who are pickpockets. These are kids who, you know, targeted people who were tourists where like if you were a tourist and you were coming in, they can see it from far away and they knew, okay, let me go do X, Y, and Z to you. Now that's normal shit for when it comes to like fears that you deal with, because you'll deal with that in France, you'll deal with that in, in, in England, you'll deal with that anywhere, right? That type of culture, because there's always gonna be people that prey on travelers. Now here's where it gets interesting. There was a period in time in New York where there were people called TikToks. Now TikToks were a bunch of, uh, they were just a bunch of hoolies that would like kind of stay around where, <laughs> They would stay around where the uh, where Grand Central Station is, or just certain places at an airport or whatever. And if you, um, they'll ask you what time it is, and if you look down at your watch, they'll come up and swipe with a blade, and they'll give you a buck fifty right across the face, right? And they'll take you grabbing your face and trying to protect yourself, and they'll run through your pockets. They'll take all your shit and they'll bounce. Now, when that started happening, the for the period of time that that started happening, tourism slowed up. And it made sense for people to be scared of like, yeah, I'm not fucking around with what's going on trending wise. I feel like the whole kidnapping of Haiti thing, it's not something that it sounds like, oh, we hear, we've heard about it every day since like freaking no. high school, middle school or whatever. This is something that's, it seems like something that's trending upward recently. And it's becoming a more and more like a, a bigger a facet of things recently. You said what? Chap's looking at me weird. And I'm just like, listen, I've been to Haiti often and I've only heard this three times at a scarce, like a scare level, like scare. I've heard a good few, a good few stories, but they've all been from the past two years, two, three years. And it's always like, during they haven't gone from like, before that. I hear it every time I want to go. Times. 
I like I want to my dad goes like every like maybe twice a year and I want to go and he's like it's dangerous I want to go with my mom she's like oh it's dangerous my uncle's going it's dangerous but they're always going but I can't go my family says the same thing about Jamaica and love Jamaica like <laughs> it's just it's, like for example you were just in Mexico but like if you're if you consume the type of media I do, where like you hear about, you know, the shit that's happening in Mexico, I was a little nervous while you were gone. But y'all was yeah, when Sarah said she was in Mexico, I was like, sis, Mexico is literally Haiti right now. It's a level four travel like, advisory. The government like, is at war and they're losing. But all the hoes, but all the hoes are there. Hey, listen. Everybody named Mama, I don't know what kind of marketing strategy Tulum had. Yeah. But there's a whole war going on in Mexico, and they managed to get a bunch of tourists to still go to Mexico. It's not in Tulum. It's not in Tulum, and it's not in Cancun. I don't know where it's at, but all the hoes was over there. All the Instagram, all the Instagram hoes was over there, and I'm trying to be an Instagram hoe, so I went. You want to hear some real? You want to hear some wild shit? Um, America. We live in America right now. Other countries are looking at us crazy because what Sorak said at the beginning of this episode, like, yeah, like people yeah, aren't, other places aren't just shooting, like their civilians aren't just getting shot by the police just randomly. Oh, just that's another thing. No our, our values, uh, about, if Trump wins, our yeah. values about to go down. Our American passport is going to be shit. We already can't go nowhere because of COVID. Yeah, but it's going to be worse. Our passport is going to be shit. Hmm. Everybody always trying to steal an American passport. Not no more. Hey, I'm trying to be Canadian, so I'll let y'all know how that works. Just, just to be like clear though, if you did have the opportunity to go, you still do want to go. You just I've been trying to go. I was gonna go with um because Eastland is her name Eastland. Eastland has adventures with Eastland, and she Mm -hmm. goes to she goes to she does Haiti trips and stuff. But I wanted to go for like some fest or some you know. Something like actually that's going on that would make a little bit better because I don't know there's other Americans there. Like it's been it's been it's been about a year where all the major things in Haiti before COVID was kind of canceled because of political unrest. So 2019 was definitely a hard year for Haiti, and then 2020 comes and you know Haiti recovered, but then there's COVID. So yeah, it's hard for everybody. So you're yeah. gonna see more fuck shit happening because well, people struggling. I, well, I want to go, but I want to go when there's something going on because my parents are not going to take me for leisure or or vacation or anything like that. So I want to go when there's when I know there's going to be other Americans, like Haitian Americans. You got to plan. You got to plan a group trip. That's what my friends did. Everybody planned a group trip. Listen, and I'm surprisingly, just now, I'm just now getting friends that are not broke and getting on my nerves. Just now. So wow. Give me, give me a second. Wow. Give me a second. Wow. Next topic. <laughs> well, before we go to the next topic, do your own code. So we don't forget. We started with my own code. Oh, the Yeah, she was the on code. Well, shout out to uh if we want to do a black man that's on code, shout out to Grandmaster uh Jay. Because after like the first march was really big and went really well and it went viral and everybody loved it. And then as they kept doing it, people started like trying to throw salt like niggas do talking about, oh, he's not a gun expert. Oh, where he gets his training from this, that and the third. So to see him like not get discouraged by that 
and like take the initiative to be like, we see this young girl who's using her platform in a responsible way, who's speaking out for us in a way that we need it. And like, you would think like people like that wouldn't have to worry about security, but they do like all the time. Right. So you have a, a like a thousand some niggas with guns. Like, yeah, we're going to provide security at no cost. I think that's dope. So shout out to Jam Master uh, Jay. What was the what was the thing called? The not fucking around coalition. Not fucking. Not around. fucking around. She said, "I am now being protected by the NFA." You gonna have to you gonna have to send that to me because I'm putting that on the shirt. <laughs> Don't get sued. Yeah, they might have copyrights on that, but we'll look into it. Uh, you gotta get trademark first. If you're not selling it, you can do it. If it's for personal uh, use, you can do it. So it's like a fan shirt. Like we fuck with you. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we should have had this conversation offline. But um, shout out to our listeners, shout out to our viewers, locked in. We appreciate y'all. Don't go snitching. Oh. <laughs> All right, so I, it looks like we got time. We got time enough for one more topic. So y'all want to talk about no shave, no shave November, or tips for being alone on the holidays? Tips, tips, tips. I mean, one could lead to the other because if you. Not shaving the right shit. It's gonna lead to you being alone for the holidays. Hey, yo, you that's why he's everybody? the king of pissing people off. Right after the, the young lord of uh, Spotify, Red Days Radio. He's, he's he didn't say that. He's the he's the prince of podcasting, or something like that. That's what he said. <laughs> the prince of podcasting. Jay, you eating a whole chicken wing on on the hey. line? Hey, Benny. Hey. Benny not shaving from the looks of his beard. I, I see that. Oh, yeah, he's had a big voluptuous beard. Ladies, you're not shaving too. You keeping that pussy. Um, are you asking me a question? <laughs> yes, <laughs> not talking to us. <laughs> comment, if you're, if, comment if you're not shaving, ladies. I we're just we gonna let the main. About, I, I thought we were talking about tips, but I guess we talking about. <laughs> What a way to divert the question. I, I only shave when I have to. I wouldn't. Is you that know, a problem for you guys? You shaving otherwise. It's annoying. You shaving, Darlene? Okay. Okay. Yeah, because niggas don't understand. Because, like, even when you guys do manscaping, y'all just trimming. But imagine you have to lift your leg up, and then you got to get the razor all in there because... Because it goes all the way, like the gooch guy. And you gotta like, you gotta do this thing where you like. It's a struggle. And I'm the way 2020 is going, I can guarantee you, a lot of niggas know that struggle of lifting their legs up. (laughs) What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh Jesus! Hello. Why? Explain, explain to us why why are you lifting your legs up? I don't. I hey, it ain't my lifestyle, but I, from what I've heard, there's a lot of niggas out there with their feet to the ceiling. If you feel me, get your feet to the ceiling. Yeah, <laughs> got your feet to the ceiling. <laughs> but, but why? <laughs> why are they legs to the ceiling? Oh, the gooch! Put put the put the comment up. <laughs> the gooch. <laughs> but they- yeah. <laughs> Yo. Oh. Okay. Wow. Um. So, 
So tips for being alone on the holiday. Yeah, so um, <laughs> if you're on the live and you are feeling lonely. Doing <laughs> <laughs> no. Shirley, you shaving wow. this November? What'd you say? You shaving this November? I don't shave. Yeah, who keeps coming up with these weird shits for November? Y'all went from no sex to not shaving. Like, I don't understand. What, what, no what, what's up? No shave, no shave November has been it forever. Like, that's always No shave November is about men's um, mental and health wellness. Mm -hmm. um, it is not about what social media people tried to shift it to, which is about sex. No shave November is bringing awareness to prostate cancer. If you didn't know, that's what it's about. But, but like I said, feet to the sea. Where did my prostate get into this? I just want to shout out to all the niggas who have nice, full, thick beards that fill in the whole face, and you just want to. No, I'm not doing the whole face. I'm but not doing the whole face. Out, but, but, but y'all, pat y'all, patchy niggas. I'm sorry, it's ain't fee. You love a patch. Come on, man. No. Yeah. I don't like patchy beards. I like yeah, sitting like comfortably beard. on my throne, yeah. knowing that it is fully nice connected. And and I wish I had a picture of Chap to pull up right now. You capping? Chap doesn't have a patchy beard. Chap's beard is like it goes like this, and then it I don't know how niggas let their beards grow up. That shit itches. I okay. keep it like right here, up here. Once it reaches up here, I'm like that shit gotta go. That shit mm -hmm. itches. Jay's like for the patchy niggas like myself. The yeah, my, my shit is patchy. Like it's cool. But Jay's is growing. You know Jay's still a baby, so his shit is growing. You got some time, yeah. You got some time. I'm no baby. What you talking about? My I'm brother can't. Forever. My brother can't get this part. My brother can't. Chris get really? this part. a child. What did you selling out? Well, he's only well. Chris is like a year younger than you. And he can't get this part right here. Hey, That's these wild. little kids out here, like, I be seeing middle schoolers with full-on beards, and I'm just confused. Yeah, I had homies who have full beards in middle school. The Mexicans. Mexican. I was going to say my homeboy Fred. <laughs> Shout out Fred to Fred. Had a full beard. Seventh girl, grade. Some of the girl Mexicans got beards all here. I'm, I'm going to mute her mic real quick. Um... <laughs> Buy a CLO cut cup. <laughs> My dog says she came back from Tulum with the tea. No, but but in, what you call it? Isn't there in some places in Africa like that's attractive? This and people find everything attractive. There's somewhere for everybody. I keep telling people that like there's somebody out there for you. So if you're a broke nigga, don't come for me. There's somebody out there for you. There's a whole bunch of women who love broke ass niggas. What do you I mean? Yes. They Most always of, have mean, the best. Kids. There's a lot. Like, there's women no that sense. I was gonna say. There's also women that even yell about broke niggas that'll still let you fuck. Like it, it like just you, shut up. You don't remember Gabrielle Union and what was the movie with Idris Elba and he was a broke ass nigga dealing with his his three kids, China, uh, China, and China. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, that was a good so movie. You don't have to be alone for the holidays. Just find somebody who like broke niggas. Find somebody. I'm gonna like come up with. If you're broke, <laughs> leave Sarah alone. Yes, Sarah don't want you. 
You know what's so crazy? There's a theory out there that says successful women only pursue men who don't make equivalent to what they make because the men who do don't want them because they see them as too successful. So broke niggas, find you a successful woman. Not me though. Wait, hold on. That that threw me. I don't I don't understand where that went. <laughs> successful she's saying, men. She's saying, she's saying that that successful women date broke niggas because niggas that make as much as them don't want them. Successful so women saying, find it. So you're basically saying that women women take who they can get. And that's um, I don't think it's a matter of success or not. I think it's a matter of there's some things that correlate in that, but I think it's more so happenstance that they correlate rather than trending. Like a lot of women who are in successful places tend to have specific types of attitudes that garnered them the ability to get to that success. Like the Excuse attitude me? that it takes to become successful. What? No, no, uh -oh. no. Oh, let's no. get a crack. It is not an attitude thing. Successful no, I think men. That I I think that there's no I'm saying I think that there is an attitude that is needed to become successful. There's an attitude that you have to have. It's the same thing that men like in order for a man to be a certain type of man, to get a certain type of job, to be in a certain type of field. There's a certain type of aggression that you need. There's a certain type of uh, persona that needs to be there in order for you to just believe in yourself enough to get to that level. I, I think so that all modes of success. Have Why does that make it hard for women to date men of similar statutes? And that doesn't really make any sense. I think it's the Lego theory. I think it's the fact that um, I, don't think, I think I don't think that makes any sense because dominatrix be finding them rich, rich hats, niggas. Yeah, but those are dark impulses. Those are dark impulses, Because, like, think about the dudes dominatrix that do that type like, of stuff. Y'all got dominatrix is like five that's not that's not a general population yeah and and even so the dudes that go through that or the dudes that prefer that they might act like that in those sexual settings but best believe in the boardroom he's still that jackass right. boss that you hate he's still right. that like that's those are darker impulses that's not who he is on a day-to-day -day. Mm -hmm. now what i'm talking about is and yeah what i'm talking about is like in order for you to get to a certain level of success in general there's a certain persona and there's a certain edge that every last successful person shares and that's from athletes to to business people to whatever there's that x factor that uh you know mamba mentality if you if you will like there's that thing that they all share and what i think is for those guys who may be turned off by that or who may have a thing where they don't they don't see cool. that and see the woman that they want or see the person that they want to be with. It could be a lot of different reasons for that, but I think that would be more so correlated than the money thing. Cause I don't see any dude like looking at a woman and be like, wow, she has so much money. Fuck that. I don't want no, no rich bitch. Like that's, I, don't I can't. Think so somebody told Shirley that she was intimidating because she was shipping a whole bunch of shit at the post office. I kid you not. It is a thing where people actually find me a t like, when people didn't know what I did or they didn't know like if I was making money, they just knew that I was like a, a everyday person. I, people were more, found me more approachable. I still have the same personality. I'm still open. I'm still like, hey, what's up? How you doing? And now that I have a different status in life, I guess, um, 
I'm now more apparently intimidating because yeah. of the status that I have. So, but it's like not it's not solely because of the money thing, though. That's more so because of your your persona. Like one thing about you, I've had this conversation with a ton of uh, with a ton of other people. We, me and you, have talked about this, where that you, you have an aura that you give off uh, to people, where they're like, okay, I can't bullshit with her. Like she's mm -hmm. very knowledgeable. She's worldly. She knows what she's doing. There's a certain air about you that. So you is, saying niggas be bullshitting me because I'm dumb? Go ahead, Reggie. Can I go, go ahead. I like how she said that and then muted her mic immediately afterward. But well, I <laughs> <laughs> Jay muted oh, it. Muted? Jay muted it. Good look. Good looking out. Good looking out. Now. <laughs> Going forward from that though, that type of persona, a person who is, a person who is like, I guess, trepidatious when it comes to concepts of dealing with someone who's an equal, I could see them looking at that and being like nervous, feeling away, because a lot of times, trepidatious. Okay. Yeah. A lot like a, I'm personally, I know, I know that like my type when it comes to women is something that a lot of men don't look for. It's a, it's a, it's something that a lot of dudes may not agree with me about with which is mm -hmm. i like somebody industrious i like somebody who thinks a lot i like somebody who challenges challenges me who may tell me when i'm doing something wrong and certain things of that nature a lot of people don't look for that they want just comfort they just want some they want that ideal of the 1950s of like i get home you take my mind away from the rest of the world and then that's just where it is and that's just what it is and i feel like mm -hmm. a lot of those a lot of those aspects are shared amongst dudes that are industrious. Like I know dudes who ex NFL players are notorious for this. They date a certain mm -hmm. specific type of girl, whether it be a racial type, whether it be a personality type, whether it be a whatever type, because they want this yes woman. To be needed. They want a yes man. They want a pick me. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's why so many of them are uh, uh what you call them? Uh Eskimo Pick brothers. Me. Oh, Eskimo Pick brothers, me. yes. Passing around Pick the same. Me. Pick me. Pick me. But mm. I mean, you gotta think she's preordained. She's tested by others, and they were like, Yep, yeah, she knew she knew how to play the role. Oh, that's so nasty. Oh Jesus. It's disgusting. Right. So that's Ooh. like yes, Jules, basically. I mean, low key. Everything right. goes back full circle. <laughs> All right. Well, how are we gonna um so there's no tips for people being alone on the holidays? Yes, engage in activities that elude different energy. So if you are feeling alone during the holidays, pick up a phone, call a friend. I was just telling somebody on the phone that I yeah, was video like, chat somebody. Being me, I don't have really like, I don't have a close relationship with my family. So I have to kind of like create love and belonging. So my my family would technically be China. So my best friend's mom. So I would go to my best friend's mom's house. China. Giving. I would eat her mom's food. We would have a good time. And I would go home feeling loved and not so lonely. Of course I have chat, but you know, chat can only go long ways long ways um but yeah that's about it i would say i got two i got um this is the perfect time to start watching anime you know what i'm saying because 
you once you start episode one, two, you're gonna have to watch the whole fucking five. You have to, yes. Well, this is perfect. So if you buy yourself, this is Shirley, you're so petty. Shirley, you're so petty. Do not disturb. Don't let Reggie uh, send you a picture of his his beard, and then all of a sudden you trying to go hit Reggie. And don't let him send you boomerang nudes and get your hopes up either. <laughs> boomerang facts. Oh, you want boomerang nudes? <laughs> oh my god! And, um, and for those who don't get the insider, go watch the episode. The second, this my second, my second um advice would be to start being creative at this point, y'all. I'm cut bitch now, and I'm gonna take this whole holiday season to continue being cut bitch. I'm going to be cup bitch, I'm going to be hat bitch, I'm going to be shirt bitch. Because I had a whole bunch of shit going on. So, Shirley, y'all follow me. Shirley, I thought she said she's cuffed bitch. Cuffed. I thought she was a cuffed bitch. I thought she was flexing on us real quick. She flexing on us about her cuffing. Oh, cuffing season's looking good for you. Warm, oh, huh? Cuffing. Cuffing oh. season. Toasty. Toasty. Mm. Jay, you got any suggestions? <laughs> you got any advice? Wait, I'm the only single person on this show? <laughs> um, advice. Uh, <laughs> see you on cut, huh? See you on cut. Damn! <laughs> radio on Spotify right now. You can find the deal, man. He's the king. You know what I'm saying? He's, the I'll, young He's out I'll here. Get, Matt entertainment. I'll, um, I'll give my uh, advice, I guess, about uh, being by yourself for the holiday. Can I my plug? <laughs> no, because you keep saying I have a deal with Spotify. Y'all was on there talking about um domestic violence. Domestic violence, yeah. Niggas getting their ass violence. Domestic violence. Carry on, sir. Um, yeah. First things first. If you're gonna drink alone, be careful. What nah, music you make play? Make sure you get fucked up so that you're not the sad. You're not sad drunk. You just yeah, drunk. yeah. You got to be out if you're gonna if you're gonna drink. You got to drink, drink. Like like go all the way. Don't slow down. You got to take it all the way there. Um, and avoid drink at all costs. That's that's you can't you can't do both. Um, but if you're gonna, I think the best thing we have is technology. You can do everything through social media. Like if you're somebody who does have like friends and just everybody's gonna be busy for the holidays you can still reach out to certain people who because there's people that hate their family there's a lot of people like that mm -hmm. um you can have little zoom get-togethers you can i've seen people have zoom parties where they're drinking with each other and shit like that you know there's there's ways of still getting around everything you just gotta figure it out and for for the women out there you know answer one or two of them dms that you've been ignoring I'm, that nigga's still there he will he will hit you right back up she don't want Let to me tell you. He will answer. Because he has no self. He has no self-esteem. What was up? Two questions. My first question is: being alone in 2020, like, like I know it's always a choice, but is it like more of a choice now? Because like, you can literally just make a Twitter account and have like a thousand new friends in like a day. But are they really friends though? Yeah, yeah those ain't friends. I only got 500. Those no, ain't friends. Not, Those not that just... they follow you back, but like you can jump on a people, thread. People on find... Twitter, people on Twitter will be kiki kaha with you one day, 
and then turn on you tomorrow. So well, you're famous. We don't have we don't have Shirley Door issues. Like I'm not famous. So like the people that I interact with on Twitter, like we have mutual interests. Like wow, I mean, no. What second they love your You know what I'm saying? But it, you're not. Oh, not your oh, but Benny said go to compound parties. He did during COVID. I did that. Oh. Got COVID. Not well, doing it anymore. Comment? Um, you you got COVID. You did you go to a compound party? I went to a party and that's why I got COVID. Oh was no! Does it, it? It was a room for the black people. But was it a compa party? <laughs> Niggas, that's crazy. Because, <laughs> because I, I I work at a at a hospital. Well, not a hospital. I work at like a clinic, and I don't have COVID, and I've been at compa parties. With not a lot of like people. Me. Well, I like I like the ones where there's not a lot of people, or it's outside, or I stay by the fans so that the COVID gets blown away. That's not I don't how know it works at all. I'm, I'm, I'm this close. I'm about to meet her again. <laughs> um, the COVID gets blown away if you stand by the fans. That's nasty. My second. Oh, question. get a pet. You could get a pet too. Yeah, I got a pet. For those who are lonely. Get a pet because you want a pet, though. If you guys want to babysit my dog, feel free to come babysit her if y'all are lonely. An emotional support pet. That dog is a handful. Very (laughs) handful. I was like, your dog? Your dog is needy. Yeah. So are other people. (laughs) That's true. You got a point. That's the point. The point was made. Reggie. Reggie. What's problem? In 2020, is Rod Wave the new Drake? I noticed you mentioned uh, if you're drinking, don't be... Uh, Ain't that who fell Drake. on the stage? The stage... The, the stage fell because of the crowd of like 500 people that were behind him, not Y'all him. Y'all know why. Y'all know why. He just, he just got caught he up in Thanksgiving it. early. Rod Wave's music is sad, but I don't think it's Drake level of depressed, though. Like his his music is a little sad. It 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 does go there, but there's something about. But Drake has Stevie Wonder on a harmonica, bro. Like Drake hasn't been depressed in years. Drake he has still been makes sad music and 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 pop and he. You know, pop. you know that was one of the biggest fears I had with Bryson Tiller's album. I was like, Bryson is very freaking happy right now. I don't know if he's gonna give us the same quality of music. And did it hit? Did it hit? It didn't. It, it didn't hit the same way. It didn't hit I, the same way. But the thing is, but but look at Drake though. Scorpion, he was happy, but that jaded still hit. Cause I was right there. He wasn't happy. He Bad. was pissed off because they had exposed his child. He wasn't happy. <laughs> That's a porn star. He was not happy. <laughs> this man out here, he's a, he's he's a point. Justin Bieber. He's happy as fuck. He got right. <laughs> Oh, I'm tired of Either Justin way, Bieber. the music was still sad. I'm fucking tired of Justin Bieber at this point. Oh, well, one, one less lonely nigga. Is he racist? Well, he was racist because you ain't hear the one less lonely nigger. It's my shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about all that. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Every time a girl answers my DM, I start singing that shit. 
<laughs> You're so stupid. Before we leave, I have one question. Did anybody try to, to send the 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 snow the snow uh flake in anybody? Oh yeah, it? and it, hey, it worked by the way. <laughs> that shit worked. I felt, I felt lit. He, he sent the snowflake and she sent the noodles back. Yep, and I was like, this she's with it. So for those who are on the on who are watching, did you did uh, you send the Birkin though? The there's a Birkin emoji. <laughs> there is. No, after so after you send after you send the the snowflake. The snowflake. She's in the noodles. You supposed to buy the Birkin. Oh, you supposed to yeah. He I bought got, her. I ain't got Birkin money. I ain't got I ain't got Birkin money. If you had Birkin but, money, you was gonna buy bitches. But Birkin. she's but here's the thing. She's not sweetie, so we even. So at the ooh, end of the day, ooh, wait, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. If you, oh, had, we gotta if go. you had, if you had, if you had Birkin money, would you buy? Would you buy a girl in Birkin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Once you, bro, bro, if yeah. I'm a, if I'm a multi, multi, multi millionaire, right? You, me... To to niggas who have like when once your net worth is like hundred mil, two hundred mil, whatever percentages. Think about all the bullshit we buy now, right? That we shouldn't be buying as thousandaires. Like motherfuckers be spending money on bullshit. Like yeah, whether it be certain. I'm buying coach, coach, coach me everything, knowing that yeah, I ain't like, got coach me salaries. And when you think about the percentage of your I net worth that that is, like week. technically, it's less frivolous of them spending that type of money than it yeah, is of us buying normal stuff. That's true. If I made if I made two hundred million dollars, a twenty thousand dollar bag is nothing. But all right, so the, the logic behind a Birkin is that you get a collection. For example, Drake has a collection of Birkins. Yeah, he no, uh, that he's gonna gift his he's gonna gift his wife when uh, uh, when he does, yeah. If he ever yeah. decides to get married, which is neither. It's here a nor financial investment. That's yeah. what us and, poor people don't know. Drake and Drake, if you're listening to this, I am free to get um married and um I appreciate your beard. Can we what go? What a way to shoot your shot. We done yeah, here? Also, We're just going to let shot, She shot from outside the gym. Oh, yeah. Because she couldn't even get in? <laughs> yeah, the door not even open. She so, pulled up. She so, pulled up. Watch. I'm going to send, send Drake a, 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 a snow emoji. A snowflake emoji. <laughs> there was a tweet where they like mimic Beyonce. Um, sending Quavo message, be like, now nah, you got these niggas, these random ass niggas sending snowflake emojis in my damn DMs. <sighs> I was gonna, I was gonna send, uh, well, no, somebody has sent a, a soup emoji, <laughs> a soup emoji instead of the, um, instead of the snowflake. And then you know how he said, I'm icy, he said, you so icy or some shit like that. So something nigga said, um, uh, what he said? He said something like, "Oh, you some, you some bouillon, uh, something like that." I, something Haitian. I don't remember. Yo, yo, Haitians got too much time I, on their hands. I tweeted dude. it. I don't remember. I love my people. <laughs> All right, y'all. So, uh, Reggie Days, go ahead and tell the people where they can find you. Oh yeah, you can find me, um, Reggie Days Radio. Um, that. 
It's R-E-G-G-I-E-D-A-E-S Radio. You can find uh, that on Spotify, Apple Music, uh, excuse me, Apple Podcast, uh, Google Play. <laughs> Does Google Play still exist? He said, fuck the ops. Sirak, you hear him? He talking about fuck the ops. He says he said Spotify first. He got Apple wrong. He throwing shots at Google. It's also <laughs> on anchor.fm. Jay, Jay like. <laughs> Jay's like, I'm Jay's in the a conspiracy of a He's a, he's a conspiracy theorist, but nah, um, pretty much it's all available there. I have a link tree in my bio. Just go to the Instagram, R-E-G-G-I-E-D-A-E-S. And you had it here, folks. All right. And y'all already know, it's your girl, Sarah Obama, a.k.a. Spiro Obama, a Creole, Paskim Deuce. Y'all can follow me at Sarah Obama 305. I'm also the cup bitch. So if you need any cups done, uh, I'm the bitch. And oh, go ahead, it. Shirley. Uh, it's your girl, Shirley Door. You can follow me on all social media spheres at Shirley Door. I have a lot going on. So I'm. if you need me to be your therapist, holla at you, your girl. I'm doing that this month only. And then next month, we're transitioning to the other business. All right? Hilltop J. It's uh, Hilltop for Life. Um. Shout out to all our Facebook followers. It's our first time being live on Facebook. So that was a thing. Um, yes. It's going to be on YouTube later. So that's going to be a thing. You should subscribe. I know you can read. You see the little ticker at the bottom. You should do that. Um, <laughs> nigga said, I know you can read. <laughs> no, we out here. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where we're going to be tomorrow because it's officially 7.010 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on election night. It's about to be 7.010. It's about to be 710. Got it. It's been a long day. Shut up, Reggie. <laughs> um, I don't know how this election's gonna go, but uh, you know, it's been fun. This whole America thing. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> See y'all in Canada. <laughs> Why are you talking like you a Canadian already? Yeah. See y'all huh? in Canada. I'm oh, sorry. Thank you with money because uh, some of y'all can't relocate. But shout out to the yeah, sick. Hey. <laughs> Alright, so follow us at C O underscore uncut on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, YouTube, and just um LinkedIn. one last tip for the holidays is you can catch up on all 28 episodes of CO Uncut on Spotify, on Apple, on Anchor, on Google, on Breaker. You guys are on Breaker, too. I'm, we're on everything that has little podcasts except SoundCloud, but... And OnlyFans. Oh, only we don't have no OnlyFans? Stop. Only fans, that's all said. Except OnlyFans. Let me create it while we on right now. I'm going to create it right now. We're going to make this OnlyFans because I'm going to forget. Wait, I are mean, we doing would, Patreon or OnlyFans? I would have to see who we would... We'll discuss that off. Let's discuss that off air. Okay. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>